Good evening, everyone. This is Pastor Michelle from Shades of Grace, and on the other side of the camera tonight is Jimmy. Hi. Good evening. And Jimmy is my guest speaker tonight because I'm talking about journaling again. Last week we focused on gratitude journal, very, very specific type of journal. But this time I'm talking about the benefits of journaling in general. And I thought about oftentimes when I mention this in groups and when I have people that are in person groups and things, there's a mixed group, men and women, and the guy's always like, well, I don't journal, I don't journal, I just don't journal. And Jimmy is the first person that I've met down here that actually says he has had experience journaling. Mm -hmm. So I thought I would bring him into the discussion tonight a little bit more than I have other times because the benefits are for all of us. And I think when I go through some of these things, um, it'll become very apparent and Jimmy might have some suggestions and things too. So I'm not sure, if, Jimmy, you wanna start with personal experiences or how you got into journaling or what, how you've used it or anything like that, or if you want me to do my thing and then you jump in. I will, I will start out and say that my perception of journaling is Oh, this is a girl thing. There you, you go. Know? Yeah, it, I was one of those. Um, but dealing with some severe depression and anxiety, um, I really don't remember who exactly turned me on to journaling. Uh, but once I started and really got into a rhythm of, of daily journaling, wow, what a difference it made. Okay. And going, and we'll get into some details of that, I'm sure, in yeah. this conversation. But that's just kind of how I started. My my opinion of journaling changed very quickly. How long ago would you say you started journaling? Uh, about four years ago. Okay. All right. So you're a veteran. You're yeah. in, you're into it pretty well. Yeah. Um, some of you who may be watching for the first time might not know that this is a spinoff from the Zoom group that I hold on Wednesday and whatever topic I try to coordinate the two and uh, the topic that we discuss on the Zoom then I fill in with uh, what people say in their own words and things that we learn and expand what I might be teaching on or sharing 
and then I add that, and then we air this on Monday night. So in my group, I'm going to start with this because I think this is interesting. This is in their own words. These are the, the group that was together uh, last week on, uh, on Wednesday. And I had two ladies say, I've never journaled before. So it's not just a lady thing or a girl thing. They said, I've never really journaled before and they meant before this group and before we started talking about the, the gratitude journals. Uh, one said, I used to just put notes on a calendar. And that's okay, because we'll, we'll get into that you know, later about types and styles of, of journaling and stuff. Uh, someone else said, I may talk a lot. Now, this wasn't me, but they said, I may talk a lot, but I'm not wordy. When I journal, I just get real short and to the point. One word, little, little you know, jot just little things down. Um, we also talked about in Zoom uh, last week, we talked about there was a quote about that every opportunity that we have in life, that we need to look at these things as things that we get to do, like a privilege, not as have-tos. And that helps with our attitude and our motivation as far as being grateful. And I had uh, one of the comments was, I get to now. It's not a have to, and it's motivated me two days ago to start journaling. Um, someone else said, I'm willing to try anything new that'll help, because this is a tool. It's not a, it's not a solution. It's not a cure-all. It's not the answer to everyone's uh, concerns with grief, but it's another tool, and that's what I like to introduce, tools or strategies, things that you can build. Uh, I used to call it, I still call it a hope toolkit that you can put things in there that we talk about on Zoom or in, in this Monday night video as well, and that you can start to compile those things that work for you. Uh, we often lack human contact and we feel really isolated and sometimes um, people, we talked about that a lot, we talked about isolation a few weeks ago, and in response to that, one of the gals gave us this image, and I've used this several times talking with other people since then, but she said, with this pandemic, it feels like we've boxed ourselves in. We're just, just totally surrounded in this box, and then we've punched holes in the box to see out and keep in touch with what's going on with the world or to communicate communicate with friends and family and relatives. And I thought, you know, that's really kind of what some days feel like. You feel like you're living in a box and you've got to punch another hole out so you can feel like you're, um, you're connecting somewhere with somebody because uh, I have people, I know there are folks that visit, hello to my Canadian friends that visit on Facebook with us and watch this. We are at 45% positivity rate here in the Kingsport, Sullivan County, Northeast Tennessee, 45%. And so a lot of us who were even venturing out even in the fall or during the holiday times have even pulled back quite a bit now because it's just, it's just not comfortable going out. You, you don't know what to expect. So these are some comments that people 
threw out there why journaling helps. When you feel isolated, at least you can write your thoughts down. You feel like at least you're connecting with yourself, and then you can at least communicate. If somebody calls you on the phone, you don't feel like, oh, well, what am I doing today? I don't know. You know, I, I'm not really sure. I'm in this little box, and I can't see out the little hole that I punched out. I don't even know. Is it snowing out today? I mean, that's how some conversations go, that you just feel so out of it sometimes. And um, and then also we talked about uh, the importance of journaling when, when you've seen friends that you haven't seen in a long time. Like maybe this happened at the holiday time and this comment was made too that I just had lunch with some friends that are traveling north and south again and relocating and they used to live in Virginia. I used to see them quite often when I moved to Tennessee and they were gone and I felt so bad the next morning. And the comment was made to me that there was a sense of loss and grieving because that friendship, that friendship's over 40 years. And so all of a sudden I touched base with that friendship again and now they were gone. It was like, so there were so many things that came up in this conversation about journaling. And um, one other comment that was made was that they grew up in a family with a lot of siblings and the siblings were always criticizing and judging each other. And sometimes the mom would even ask, what did so-and-so do? And set them against each other and different things like that. And when you, when you grow up in that kind of atmosphere, it's very difficult to feel confident in your feelings and in your emotions and in your perceptions of things because you've gone through so much of your life judging and criticizing other people, not not in a malicious way, but you, that's just part of your upbringing. So that's some things that we talked about that, that in their own words were comments that were made when we said we were going to talk about journaling. So I have a whole list of benefits of journaling that I've collected over the years, things that I know personally. And Jimmy, you can. this would be a good place to comment and maybe even add some if there are things that, you know, that I, I leave out. But I'm going to go through this list. Um, the first, first thing is a personal inventory, just keeping inventory of yourself. It helps you identify strengths and struggles that you're having. And you can, you can say, uh-huh, yes, uh, yep, I, yeah. Um, you can identify triggers. And in grief, there are a lot of triggers, a lot of things. And sometimes they catch and they're triggers because they catch you off guard. And you can record your responses to your triggers so that the next time there's a trigger, you can read back and say what worked or what you didn't do or what you could have done um, that might have helped. It keeps a balanced perspective. Um, it's balanced because it's accurate and it's current. You don't wait a week to write down what happened today. You will because forget. Either, say it again? You will forget. Or you will skew the whole perception of it and get it all twisted or maybe not presented the way it really, really happened. Yeah. And so it's, it's, um, it's an accurate, current assessment, and it helps keep your, your perspective balanced. It is a way to observe growth over time. I mean, that's how that's how I, you know, started using it a long time ago because I wanted to grow in some things in the Lord, and um, I set some goals for myself, and 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 so it shows growth over time. 
it's so, you, a, so I will add this. So you have to remember, as part of journaling, you need to go back and read, read mm -hmm. those older parts. Those, you know, yeah. to see what progress you've made, mm -hmm. to see what goals were met, to mm -hmm. see what goals weren't met. Exactly. And, and I, ha I have that kind of as the next thing. It's a benchmark to refer back to. It's a benchmark in time that I conquered that, so why am I struggling with it now? What did I do then that helped me move forward and that kind of thing? Um, so you observe growth over time. It's a plan of action to move forward. You can actually set a plan. Um, these are some things that we added from this week. It's an account of what God has and is doing in your life. And I thought about the Psalms. If you go back and you read the Psalms, the Psalms usually tell the story and some of the Old Testament writers, they start from the beginning of time almost, and they tell the story, and they tell the story, and they tell the story, and they tell the story. And I never used to understand that, but so much of their language was, was spoken anyway. And then when they did write the Psalms, they were actually giving you an account of what God has done in their lives in the nation of Israel. And it also gives you promises of what he will do, what he promises to do. Kind of sounds like journaling. That's right. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, so that's exactly what this journal can help you keep track of. It's a record of what you're thankful for besides your gratitude journal. It's okay, a, I'm on, I've got one there. Okay, go ahead. Um, then I can get a sip of water. There, there are many different methods to journaling many different options and it's what works for you mm -hmm. and and it comes in phases it may work for a while and you change it up but at one point in time part of my journaling was I am happy and grateful for blank fill in the blank mm -hmm. I am and I would and then my next sentence would be I am happy and grateful for blank mm -hmm. okay and you just keep going and keep going and keep going until you're finished for the day and Man, boy, talking about how good you feel mm -hmm. once mm -hmm. it's over. On some of my worst days with depression, on some of my worst days with anxiety, just that simple process right there, 15 minutes, mm -hmm. changed my whole day. Yep, absolutely. So remember that. I suggest that. I am happy and grateful mm -hmm. for. And there's always something. And that's what I call a prompt. And the, the gratitude journal had several of those in there. And I have many, many prompts that as we go along in the next couple of weeks, we'll be reviewing different principles and different topics. And then those can be used as prompts as well. And that's true because sometimes you, don't, you just don't know what to write. Yeah. You just really don't know what to write. Um, one of the things we discussed about in, in uh, the Zoom group a while back was the statement to ask God, what is your interest in this day? And that's another prompt. So, I mean, there's, there's hundreds of prompts that you could use. There's, a, you know, scriptures you, you could use for prompts. So that's, that's an excellent thing, and, and I'll get into some other uh, methods and styles of journaling also. Uh, a couple more things I wanted to say that we can record answers to prayer not just for ourselves, but for others. When we pray, sometimes we feel like we pray and God doesn't hear us or God doesn't answer us or we just, you know, it's a waste of time or, you know, we just go into these mindsets. But when we write down what our prayers are and then we see what the answers to those prayers are, that really boosts our faith. It encourages us in the Lord. It's a way to encourage ourselves in the Lord as well, which I talked about uh, many weeks ago about David. 
it's a record of scriptures or words of encouragement. Somebody may call you, send you a text, do whatever. Write those things down. Put those in your journal. It's a reflection on what God says about you, not what other people, friends, and family say about you. And that's so important when you're, when you're going through a period of grief because people will say many, many things. They think that they're helping, and sometimes they're very damaging, very help, hurtful. Um, they trigger things. That, they make you sad. Remember, it's a reflection on what God says about who you are, not what everybody else may say or imply. And it's a great place to replace old thinking patterns with new thinking patterns. We have these mindsets. We grow up with things like this one gal that was sharing about, you know, the critical judging their siblings and that kind of thing. And that's, you know, that's where I got the idea about not what your family says about you. Um, you know, people grow up hearing, you know, yeah, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And then that's your mindset and that's how you think and that's the pattern that you take into your, you know, adult life with you and how you face problem solving and things like that, you know, so. And I will, I'll insert something in yes, there. Yes, please do. Um, journaling is a great way to break a mindset. Yes. Repetitive journaling, talking in the present yep. sense, you know. Mm -hmm. I am not this, and journaling is also, I, I just made a mistake, I am not, you should never say I am not. Okay. That's a negative. You don't, negative okay. is not allowed in journaling. Okay. You say, I am, whatever it is that you're struggling with, whatever. You know, mm -hmm. for me, sometimes it would be struggling to say, I have a doctor's appointment on Tuesday. My anxiety is already acting up. Uh-huh. You know. Rather than saying, I'm yeah. really anxious about yeah. that appointment. Yeah. Just yeah. so saying, you know, anxiety, you ain't going to get me, you know. Yeah. I am confident. Yeah. I have, you know, you talk in the present tense. Mm-hmm. And that, that will break a mindset very quickly. Definitely. Very Definitely. Quickly. And that gets me to some of the helpful hints on how to successfully journal. And I'm not an expert at this. This is, you know, I, Jimmy's not saying he's an expert at this either. Because it, it all works different for everyone. Exactly. And we welcome, and I welcome, any comments, any anything that you've experienced in your journaling, write them in the comments for, from, the, from the video tonight. Give me more ideas that I can add to the next time we discuss this topic. But um, it's interesting you said that because I have on here helpful, uh, helpful hints to be successful. Avoid extremes or absolutes like all, none, mm -hmm. never, mm -hmm. there's your not or mm -hmm. your negative statements, and always. Right. Because there are very, very, God's the only absolute, God's the only one that's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So we don't have all or never or none or, <clears throat> and, and those are things to remember when you're journaling. And like Jimmy said, keep it in the present, keep it current, mm -hmm. keep it so it's current and it's accurate. Um, start with small entries. Like Jimmy, your prompt was perfect. That's a very small entry and it was just repetitive. Excuse me. <clears throat> <clears throat> so keep them small. Um, I like to tell people fold the paper in half. And if there are things that are negative, keep them on one side, put positive things on the other side. Not that you're making negative statements, but if something, something happens to you, it happens to you. That's a negative thing that happened to you. Um, like my humidifier broke and leaked all over my bedroom carpet the other day. That's 
not a very positive thing that I had to face that day, you know. Uh, my sewing machine broke, and I'm in the middle of working on a quilt for my daughter and son-in-law that's two years overdue. And my sewing machine broke. Like, those are things that can go on that, if you will, maybe negative side. And then you can put a response to it or how to, you know, whatever. How did that affect now, you that at, day? At one point, what I did, I had a blank, just a blank journal, like uh -huh. a diary type. Yeah. And I had a divider halfway through my first half was my daily journaling of what you're talking mm -hmm. about there what happened mm -hmm. those sort of things kind of like a calendar of events. yeah like a like an inventory the or second half was strictly gratitude mm. strictly gratitude nothing else okay so i did two journaling sessions at once and, and i didn't kind of mm -hmm. get the the i didn't journal much negative i really didn't i, I tried to remain positive with everything sure. that I that I did. I'm not saying that and that was just what worked for me. Yeah. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Um, but the gratitude part uh, I kept separate. Mm -hmm. And I did that last. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I did, I did that second. Interesting. So yeah, that's cool. That was the last thing that kind of soaks into your subconscious mind before sure. you sleep at night. And then the other and that's that's another thing, timing of it. And I don't even have that here in my notes, but um, I like to do my devotions at night now. That was a switch that I did from when I uh, lived in New York and my husband and I would, you know, do our devotions together. We did them in the morning. I needed a change. I needed to do something and journal and do all that in the evening and it helped me sleep better. It just ended my day on a more positive note um, and it just, it just set things in a whole different pattern. It was a whole different thinking pattern for me. So time of day is important too. Um, the last thing I want to share is that there's different methods that work. We talked about a prompt. Um, I have uh, several sheets that I emailed to the ladies that uh, and the, the people that are in the group that um, they can use for prompts. If anybody would like those, you can contact the church. We can try to figure out a way to get those to you. But the different methods I put down, you can list things. You can write a narrative. You, if you're poetic, you can write a poem that expresses what's going on for the day. Uh, you can write a song, write song lyrics. If you're uh, someone who plays an instrument, you could write a song. You could draw in your journal. You could do an audio. Uh, how, if you were going to do an audio, what would, uh, how, where would you record audios? On your computer? or um, What would you do for that, Jimmy? Probably the easiest thing. <clears throat> Flash drive? That's not something I would do. I wouldn't want to hear my own voice. That would be a distraction. But if you wanted to, most smartphones have a voice recorder built in. How much storage do they have uh, a lot? It depends on what kind of phone you have. But being that it's just audio, yeah. that wouldn't take up much space. Okay. So uh, if you're interested in doing like an audio journaling mm -hmm. experience, you could call and Jimmy could help. Yeah you know, advise you and walk sure. you through that. And I'm sure there's hundreds of other ways. There are different styles of journals you can purchase that are already prompted, mm -hmm. you know, all those things. And I know Jimmy's been looking at his watch. I think we've gone way over no, time you're today. You're okay. <laughs> it was actually but, a text message that came up on my watch. Oh, you're cheating on me. It's, you're good. It's all good. <laughs> so I yeah. hope this helps. Um, again, I'm available. You can call the church. We connect by phone. We can um, give you resources, uh, a couple of things I have. I don't know if this will even show up on the camera, but it's a whole sheet. And when we talked about it's what God says about you, it, these are all based on Bible verses, and I can email copies of this to you. Uh, it says, I'm a new creation. I'm, a, I'm the beloved. Uh, I'm gifted. 
I have the mind of Christ. I'm redeemed. It has uh, these little catchphrases, and these could be prompts. Mm -hmm. These could be prompts yeah. in your journal. These could be answers to triggers. These could be uh, answers to prayer. These could be anything. Um, but these are, you know, based on scripture. Uh, there's another one that is called Common Responses. This is not an original. It's Common Responses, two pages. It comes from Grief Share that I've mentioned that ministry before. It's two whole pages of the common responses to grief. So you can look at this, and I used to use this in my group with uh, when we were in person, and we used it as a daily checklist or a weekly checklist, and people would put a date next to it and say, okay, um, I'm blaming, I'm feeling you know, some blame right now, or I'm feeling bitterness, or I feel abandoned, or I'm exhausted, I fatigue, I'm in denial. And, and it gives you, these are prompts that give you ideas on where to, maybe where to put some things in your journal, and to realize that they are common. These are not unique to you. You're not losing your mind. You're not going crazy. These are things that we all struggle with, and that's why I'm going to close with our uh, little quote that we have here at Shades of Grace, that we are all walking each other home. And that's what we're here for. We're here to help you walk out your journey through grief. We're here to walk out any journey that you're on, and we're available here at the church, and the church number will be up on the screen when we uh, finish tonight. So, Jimmy, thanks for your input. You're welcome. And um, you're always welcome to give input, and please comment in the comment section. Let us know what your thoughts are about journaling, um, and if you want help, you can call, and Jimmy can you know, guide you through things as well as I can or put, me, put you in touch with me. So thanks for joining in. Um, what was the other thing you wanted me to remind? Oh, you can share this. Yes. You can share this video. Yes. It's available. There's the little share uh, spot to, to push on the screen. And feel free to share this so that um, other people in other areas, other contacts that you have that I, you know, that we don't, that Shades of Grace does not have, that we can get this information out to Because you, you never know what someone's going through. That's right. You never know who may need to hear this message tonight or right. from previous weeks or next week. Sure. So yeah, if everybody's watching tonight, if you would just take just a quick minute, hit that share button and share it That'd to your wonderful. Facebook page, we would really appreciate yes, that. Yes, thanks for reminding me earlier about mm -hmm. that. So thank you all for joining us and God bless you. Good night.